Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, and whatever part of the day you're in. I sure do appreciate y'all joining me, giving me a little bit of your time. As always, for those of y'all that continue to share the podcast and tell others about it, help it to grow week after week and month after month, I'm incredibly grateful for that and humbled by it, and I will do my best to try and use your time wisely. Not a whole lot here. I have one puppy dog on the porch, here in the background maybe. And the heat is back still. So we'll get going. So I stumbled across this a while back and it was I shouldn't say shocking, maybe disturbing would be the better word. I don't think it'll surprise most of y'all that listen or a good chunk of y'all that do, but but it might. We're going to look at some, briefly, <laughs> and pretty superficially, but we're going to look at some data. I'm just going to run down a few things in the United States. Belief in God is down. Belief in the Bible is down. Self-identified Christians, down. And this is really both over the last 20 or so years and also relative to the last 50 or 60 years. Divorce rate. First marriages, 50%. The rate of marriage in general, down. LGBTQ lifestyles, up. Out of wedlock births, up. Mass shootings, up. Suicide attempts, or both, I should say, suicides and suicide attempts, up. And all you really need to do, uh, I'm going to read, as I said, some, just a few quotes or a little bit of data. All you really need to do is go to a school, really any school in the country. I would, I would be willing to bet. Find a counselor there that's honest or an administrator or a teacher, but counselors have most of this information and talk to them about the issues that they're seeing today with kids because they all come from home, folks. And those counselors, again, if they're honest, will confirm almost every single one of these statistics where we fall short as we identify this, 
but we want to say that well the school's not doing a good enough job providing for that child or if we gave them more food that would solve it if we gave them more money if we had better teachers or counselors or administrators if we had better facilities if we had better textbooks and resources if we had better athletic programs extracurricular programs if we were more understanding if we allowed the children to feel like they were more in control if we catered to their needs if we gave them more accommodations if we were less punitive and harsh if we relaxed the standard lowered the standard if we retaught them x number of times if we test them x number of times I, I, the list goes on folks i just i'm just throwing some things out there and yet the one reason that things are falling apart we never talk about and that is faith god our relationship individually and as a nation never comes up marriages broken families at home never comes up except maybe in passing the second one so the problems easily identifiable and and known you talk to teachers counselors administrators they'll tell you the vast vast 95 98 plus percent of the problems that they deal with go back to broken home dysfunctional home and then you look at that well where does that come from rejection of god lack of faith and i, I don't mean folks let me because i just heard that and as i said it i'm not talking about the old school well if you had more faith you wouldn't be sick because i don't that you know god makes no promises in fact he tells us the opposite he tells us that life is going to be pretty hard as a follower of jesus christ because the world hates us but the unique thing about the united states has been because we are were born a christian nation christian republic that as a nation we got a little bit of cushion there yeah the world was still out to get us we still had tough times that we had to go through most of those internally almost all of those were well i guess i could say all of those were from our own making externally they they might not be a lot of them weren't but now as we move away from god we lose that cushion that that protection god's blessings because we tell him you know what we don't need you we got it so we're going to look at let me get there real quick we're going to look at a few pieces of data just so y'all have these things too 
backed up. Most of these are Gallup polls. A couple of them aren't, and you may not be a big fan of Gallup, and that's fine, but I think often you can at least look at the data and, and get an idea. So, do you believe in God? Simple question. 1950s, it was up in the high my one kitty cat just showed up and is insistent for attention and then started trying to drink my water. <laughs> if you don't have animals or children, and I won't tell you which order that needs to be put in, but uh, you're really missing out. It's a, it's a great opportunity to improve your character, uh, patience, give you a little bit of wisdom, humility, huge, big, big, especially kids, big time gives you a lot of humility. Uh, it's really, it's really pretty fascinating uh, journey and, and great for, as I said, character development. Lord knows I need it. All right. So in the 1950s, the percentage of belief in God was up around, she's 98, 99%. Uh, you go to the early 2000s, and that's down to the eh, low 90s. And then now, in this goes all the way to 2017, 2018, somewhere in there, the percentage is down <coughs> around 80, 81. And so we've dropped somewhere between 15 and 18 percentage points in the last 50 years or somewhere between 10 and 12 percentage points in the last 20 years. And we're going to read a couple quotes from our founders at the end of this where I wrap it up. And But I'll just go ahead and throw this out there. For those of y'all that have listened to the podcast, you know how dramatically different that is than our founding generation, really than historically throughout the entire history of the country up until the last half of the 20th century. So believing the Bible is a literal word of God, a record low 20% of Americans now say that the Bible is a literal word of God, down from 24% in 2017 and down from high points in the 1980 and 1984, which were up around 45-50%. So we've, we've dropped about in half, give or take, in the last 40 years. And the percentage that think that it's fables has gone from single digits up to, looks like, low 30s. So we now have more people in the United States in a Christian Republic that think that the Bible is a fable, a myth, 
than people who view the Bible as the literal word of God. And yet the Bible and God are woven into almost every part of our founding and history. I, I would argue every part. I haven't seen one yet. Even the constitution that people talk say, well, it doesn't, it doesn't talk about God. Yeah, you're right explicitly. And yet it talks about the Christian Sabbath. The Bill of Rights is completely based on biblical moral principles, principles taught by Jesus Christ. I just We just talked about a quote recently from Alexander Hamilton that talked about the fact that without God, there's no way the Constitution would have passed. And that's echoed by multiple others. Franklin, who's viewed as a secularist, deist, right, stood up when the Constitution was failing and some delegates had already started to leave and said, hey, we have completely forgotten God. We act like we don't need him anymore. Is it any wonder that we're failing here? You know, quoting from Psalms, talking about if if the Lord's not there, then the, the watchman watches in vain, the builder builds in vain. He said, you know, if, if one sparrow can't fall to the ground without God's notice, he said, which the Bible tells us, then how in the world do we expect to raise an empire without his aid? So the idea now today that more people believe that it's a fable than the actual word of God, that's that's pretty big deal. The, the fact that that percentage is that low to begin with is a pretty big deal. So, make sure I get this right. The percentage of Americans who self-identify as Christian back in the 1950s was up in the uh, low to mid-90s. At some points, toward the end of the 50s, up around the high 90s, 98%. In the 2000s, it was upper middle 80%, and 2020, somewhere around there, it's now down to 69%, 70%. At the same time, the percentage of people that claim no religion has gone from zero <laughs> in 1950 to around... 10% in 2000 and now is up to 21%. So a little bit of trend here, folks. I'm sure you can start to see it. And then you have to ask yourself Reagan's question. Are you better off now? Are we better off? I think you'd be hard, hard pressed to find anybody that would say yes. And so how can we not? look at this and say, well, we, we all agree that we're worse off. And the trends are pretty apparent that we've rejected God more and more. How do we not make that connection? This is coming from the National Institute of Mental Health from the Centers for Disease Control and Pre Prevention 2020. Suicide was the 12th leading cause of death overall in the United States, claiming over 45,000 lives. 
second leading cause of death among individuals between ages 10 and 14, and 25 and 34, third leading cause of death between individuals ages 15 to 24, and fourth among individuals between 35 and 44. So it's it's the fourth or higher cause of death from age 10 to age 44. There were nearly two times as many suicides in the United States as there were homicides. So we hear all this stuff about gun control, gun control, gun control, uh, mass shootings, mass shootings, which they're up, right? But it's not because of access to guns, folks. We've had that forever. You can talk to kids that went to school back in the 70s and 80s and how many guns were in the back of trucks and ammo and everything else. And yet somehow miraculously, we didn't have the number of mass shootings today, but we do have these mental health issues. But this, this suicide, that's a whole other topic. This suicide is high all the way from our 10-year-olds to 44. Our teenagers, our college graduates, veterans, military, across the board, this is high. And yet, we don't rip apart our country for suicide, but we do for other things. Oh, let's see. I'm going to try. I'm going to have to guess. But I can tell you this, at least. From 1990 to 2016, percent of births out of wedlock. Uh, and they broke this down by race, which I just assume not do. Yeah, there we go. So, as a whole, in 1990, it was... 28% in 2016, which I know was five years ago, it's probably higher now, it was 40%. So 12, 13 percentage points in the last 30 years, give or take. It's increased across every ethnicity, by the way, uh, more so for well, no, it's really increased pretty much across every racial group. Educational level doesn't seem to matter. So, women who attended college or earned an associate's degree but did not earn a bachelor's degree, the percentage of out-of-wedlock births has gone from 17% in 1990 to 43% in 2016. But when you look at the chart, even among, it's actually, it's, it's increased dramatically, almost doubled, even with a bachelor's degree or higher. So, I think I've almost kept y'all too long. Let me see real quick. Yeah, let me read just a couple quotes. And, and then we'll move on. Lincoln, summer of 1864, an old friend, Joshua Speed, observed the president reading the Bible, and he made this remark. 
I am glad to see you so profitably engaged. If you have not recovered from your skepticism, I am sorry to say, or if you have recovered from your skepticism, I am sorry to say, I have not. Putting his hand on his shoulder, Lincoln replied, You are wrong, Speed. Take all you can of this book upon reason and the balance on faith, and you will live and die a happier man. Again, 84, addressed a committee of colored people from Baltimore, acknowledging the elegant Bible they had presented him. In regard to this great book, the Bible, I have but this to say. I believe the Bible is the best gift God has given to man. All the good Savior gave to the world was communicated through this book. But for this book, we could not know right from wrong. All things most desirable for man's welfare, here and hereafter, are to be found portrayed in it. John Quincy Adams Early, early, One of our early presidents, with regard to the history contained in the Bible, it is not so much praiseworthy to be acquainted with it as it is shameful to be ignorant of it. <laughs> and I guess that's about it. There's a number of other quotes we could read through, folks, but... The problem, again and again, goes back to rejection of God. And if we want to turn this country around, uh, fight or no, I, I'm, it seems more and more that we're going to have a fight one way or the other. Uh, but we've got to turn back to God in our individual lives and in our public lives if we have any hope of saving this republic. And as, as President Lincoln said, folks, in your own lives for just a second, Think about what you spend your time on. Think about President Lincoln's word. Take all of the Bible you can on reason and the rest of it on faith, and you will live and die a happier man or woman. A lot more happiness there to be found in the Bible, spending time with God, than there is on our phone, watching TV, watching sports, shopping, whatever else it is, whatever hobby we've filled our time with. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon. Looking forward to it, folks.